When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Eagles Sports Network from Learfield, this is the EWU Football Coaches Show, presented by Northern Quest Resort and Casino. Now, here are your hosts, Larry Weir and Paul Sorensen. All right, welcome. We are at Barrel House Pub and Pizza here in Cheney as uh, we have an Eagle Coaches Show for you once again tonight. We have uh, football coach Aaron Best uh, on tape. We will hear from him in just a few minutes couple of young men that got All-American honors today, according to Hero Sports. Freshman All-Americans, Andrew Boston, uh, the Eagle wide receiver, defensive end Mitchell Johnson. They'll join us. Uh, we'll be hearing from uh, 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 those two coming up. But right now, we start with basketball. And head basketball coach Shantae Leggins is here. Oh, and uh, there you go. How about that? I Usually, see. the head coach gets booed. Yeah. yeah. Should be getting booed. <laughs> Um, all right, so San Francisco and Stanford over the weekend, uh, you know, if you were competitive throughout the first half with San Francisco. You led at the end of the first half and led the whole first half against Stanford. So great first halves, but yeah, what yeah. happened in the second half? Oh, well, second half, you came out and, uh, you know, uh, Stanford, Stanford made a great adjustment. Uh, they started playing a little bigger than using their size. Uh you know, we held them to about eight points in the paint in the first half. In the second half, they went ahead and tapped 28 points. And that, that, that happens when you don't have – when your biggest guy six seven. you know, and Jesse. And so, you know, they, they beat us up inside, which I, which I thought they would do. But we spread them out pretty early, and, and we did a good job there. And, San, and against San Francisco, uh, we came out. It was a little bit of inexperience. We were in the game, and, and uh, you know, some of our young guys came out there. A couple underclassmen came out, came out and turned it over several times. A couple bad defensive assignments. And – and by the by the time you, you you call that first time out within two minutes they're on a 9-0 run and to cap that off with the last three minutes of the second half um, it turns into a 20-2 run and so that puts you right out of the game and and so but they they fought they played the whole 40 minutes they played really hard we're we're getting there we're getting better um, guys are starting to adjust to new roles which I'm excited about and you know eight games in uh, we're looking forward to um, being able to to get everybody healthy and and everybody back to 100 percent. All right, so you were competitive for 20 to 25 minutes in each of those games. So is that an upgrade over what you may have had earlier in the season? Are you improving? 
Yeah, we're improving. We're, we're much improved. You know, early in the season, um, playing guys in spots where, uh, you know, Kim Aiken starting, you know, against against uh, Syracuse. Kim Aiken started against, you know, Oregon. And it's the first couple of games he's ever played in his career. And so those are, those are tough tough places to put put players in, you know, um, and, you know, just because of injury. And, and uh, you know, we're gaining a lot of experience. But as, as, as time goes on and as we're moving into our eighth, uh, ninth and tenth and eleventh game, you know, guys are getting better. And guys are starting to understand how to play with each other within the system. Um, pushing the ball, our defense is getting much better. Um, we, we, we've held, we held San Francisco in the first half to about 39%, for actually to 42%. And we held... We held Stanford in, in, in the low 40s also. And so as, as we keep getting better defensively, you know, we're, we're bringing back our best defensive player. He should be back this week. Um, we're hoping he could play tomorrow. That's, that's the goal. But, you know, when, he'll be playing for sure Friday uh, against Corbin. And so when we get Mason back, that's a, that's a whole other element to our team that we've been missing. You know, uh, size, he's 6'8", he's big. 6'9", actually, he's big. And, and he, he's basically the, the captain of our defense. So it's, we're, we're glad to have him back. So you get Mason back this week. You got Stephen Bayo back last week. He played a little bit in uh, uh, against USF and and saw a little bit of time against Stanford too. I think didn't he? And and or did he sit out the Stanford? He game? said he set out the Stanford game. It's it's hard for him right now to play back to back. And so um, you know even with the day in between. So we're going to see what he looks like tomorrow. And you know with with three days in between, he's probably going to play Friday too. So we're just trying to get him back all the way full. Um, he's a very talented player. Um, could, could score, could handle the ball. Cause there's a lot of there's a lot of things that help us out. You know, defensively, we need to make sure uh, that he he could really get out there and guard. You know, when you're on offense, you kind of kind of know what you're going to be doing. Um, defensively, you have to react. And and with his his reaction time right now, with his knee and his ankle, um, we're still hoping he can get all the way back. You know, Shante, when you look at uh, the situation of the injuries starting the season, you know, you're taking on the Syracuses and the Oregons and the Stanfords and the San Franciscos and, and on and on. Brutal schedule. You, you're not afraid. You, you don't shy away from that. But injuries, is this something that helps mold you towards Big Sky Conference play? Because you've played really tough opponents in the non-conference. It is. Um, but it's also a slippery slope because you guys can start losing confidence, you know, when you're playing against teams like this. But if, if you have some good leadership and, 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 the, and the players believe in what you're doing, and I think it's 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 pretty it's a pretty good deal, you know. Um, Jesse Hunt, you know, I think he had his best one of his best games of his career, 27 points in the Bay Area against Stanford, a team that him and his family and all his friends grew up watching. And so he's that's that's a game he'll never forget. You know, he can always go back in time and you know go 10, 20, you know, 10, 20 years from now. If you like, I, I played really well at Stanford. You know, I was on Maple's floor and I got to, you know, we had them beat. You know, we were right there. These are these are you know memories that that guys won't forget. And you know, it's it's an exciting time. I've never played in the Carrier Dome as a player or a coach, and it's something I'll never forget. Coaching, you know, shaking Coach Beheim's hand. It was. It was amazing. You know, you see him on TV growing up and, you know, hear about their zone, but you get to go coach against it and play in the Carrier Dome is something special. And so, you know, I want these guys to have memories and I want to go challenge the best teams possible. But at the same time, uh, we got to stay upbeat. We got to stay uh, positive with the team. You know, we, we understand what we're, what we're going against. You know, when I looked at the schedule, um, you know, in the summer in, in, in July, I was feeling real good about it because I thought, you know, we'd have Mason would be 100%. You know, Jacob would have never gotten his car accident or, or, or sprained his ankle. And, you know, we, we would have had our guys. And so I was, I was feeling real good about it. We're like, we'd go in and, and play against these teams and compete. And then we come back home and have two home games. And then we get back on the road and compete again. And, and so when, when you're hit with injury, you just got to deal with it. And you got to hope next man up. And, and some of these young guys are getting some experiences that, you know, they, they probably wouldn't get. You know, we wouldn't know how good Elijah Jackson was if, we, if, he, if, if the guys were playing because I was probably going to redshirt him. But I'm glad we did because he's probably one of our better players right now. 
Well, when you think about that as well, I think it also helps bond your team, doesn't it? Because you're on the road, you're in difficult situations, you know, you're playing guys. It gives you a chance really to see what they can do. I, I think from top to bottom, that has to be an enhancement for this program, isn't it? Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, they, they have a lot of fun on the road. They do, they, I mean, they, they do everything together anyway. And so when they're on the road, we, we switch roommates up and, you know, we put, you know, seniors with freshmen and, and they have a good time. And, we, you know, we, we, we really are really um, loose on the road with the guys. We have a good time with them. We understand where we're at. You know, we're in San Francisco. Let's go check out, you know, some sea lions. I mean, we, we do some fun stuff on the road, and <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And, and as, as long as you're, you're creating memories and, and the guys understand that you're there for them, They'll, they'll do anything you ask, and we have a great bunch of guys, and, and, and our players are, you know, they, they enjoy each other's company, and so it makes everything easy. And, you know, you get you get parents coming out there, and, you know, they want to they eat with, you know, they want to bring their teammates together, and we all go eat. And so it's, it's just a lot of fun, and, and being able to see the family environment, the parents feel, you know, comfortable, um, you know, with their children in our hands, and, and being up here at Eastern. They, 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 they only talk about good memories and, and how much fun they're having with their parents, and, you know, the coaching staff does a great job of making sure each kid feels, you know, you know, in, in included all the time. There's not one kid that, you know, we, 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 you know, don't don't make feel like they're at home. And so I think the coaching staff does a great job of, of making sure everybody feels welcome. What do you like about this uh, basketball team right now? Uh, I like I like the fight they have. You know, I like the fight they they bring every day to practice. I like even this morning, um, you know, actually we got in last night. Uh, from our trip and we went and watched film just a quick film because we play South Dakota and you know it was about 10 minutes you just want to show personnel and and you know about four or five guys stayed and shot you know um, and then they wake up this morning and we walk into the gym and they're shooting again so their hard work's going to pay off and you know they, they believe in what they're doing and you know the coaching staff I have, I have some really good I have some great coaches um, they stick with it you know their, their positivity and, and everything they do is uh, keeps everybody upbeat which, which, is, which is all you can ask for especially in times where you know you're on a, you're on a four or five six game losing streak and, and you know you, you, have to, you have to stay positive you have to stay positive with the team and, and they all understand exactly what we're playing for and you know you can go 11 and 0 and then go lose in March one game and, and your season's over or you can go 0-11 and, and, and go win three games in March and, and everything's forgotten. You're playing in the NCAA tournament and that's the goal at the end of the year. All right, so, uh, you, you know, we talked with Jacob Davison last week. He had family there at the game at Stanford or the game at San Francisco. I was there. You guys had probably, what, half the parents there, roughly? Yeah, Austin, Austin brought about 40 people. Jacob brought about 20. Uh, I think we had most of the crowd. So it's kind of like a home court advantage. <laughs> Maybe they went home at halftime. Who knows? But you know, it, was, it, was a, it was a good time. We got to see everybody. We got to say hi to all the families. You know, I make sure to make the, the talks after the game quick so they can spend as much time with the family as possible. But it was good to see people. Jesse Hunt had a lot of his family, his brother, his mom, and we're, we're together for the first time in a long time because, you know, they were in Australia and his brother's been playing. And, you know, being able to see the, the, the joy on their face. I know they were sad after the game. And, um, but being able to play in the Bay Area and play places where where, you know, you, you have families, a lot of fun, and I, I make sure I try to do that with all the kids. All right, this week, two home games, uh, and the first one tomorrow is going to be a, a, that's going to be a whale of a game. People need to come out, and they need to see this team that you're going to be playing, South Dakota State. Uh, they are a perennial NCAA tournament team. They played at Nevada, and Nevada's, what, sixth or seventh ranked? They mm-hmm. led them by eight at the half. Yeah. End up losing by four, I think it was. So this is a quality basketball team. That's coming into Cheney tomorrow. Yeah, a couple early calls on their on their preseason All American. They they probably win the game. Um, they're really good. They got they got a six nine 
6'9 post player. That's probably one of the best post players in the country. Um, I would say at least top five. He's going to be an NBA player. Uh, he could shoot it from the outside. He's a great post player um, inside. He could really score it and has great touch. He does a lot of great things for his team. He averages about 25 points and 11 rebounds. So, you know, um, looking at it again, like I said, looking at our looking at our team, it's like, you know, we need a little bit of size. It'd be a great game to have Mason back, but we won't. And so we're going to have to guard him by committee and we're going to have to fly around and do a great job. And then they have another kid from the state of Washington who's, who's playing with a big-time chip on his shoulder because, you know, none of the big schools really recruited him. And uh, he had to go to prep school and – his name is David Jenkins, and he's averaging about 21 points a game as a sophomore, and he gets a lot of shots. And, you know, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a good game for us. They really get up and down. They average about 84 points a game. So um, it's going to be great to see where our defense is at after playing against these last two games this weekend. And maybe we're going to make some shots fall, uh, be that we're playing at home finally, and, and the guys get their uh, legs under them. You know, it, it, you can't discount home court. Uh, in this situation because you guys have only played two games at home and you've shot much better in those two ball games than you yeah. shot in the, the all the other games that you've played away from home. Yeah, no, the, the guys feel comfortable here. Again, I, I, I believe in our shooters. I believe that they're going to come up big as we keep moving down the season. We're going to have a game where we make 18 to 24 threes. I mean, we, we, we have great shooters on the team and they're in the gym every day. And I've, I have as much confidence in, in the guy who's over six shooting their next one because – I know, I know their work ethic. I know they're in the gym. I know they're working hard at it. I know they care, and they want, and, and they want to do it for them, just not for them, but for their teammates and, and for our program. They, they work so hard, and so I can't wait until, you know, that dam finally breaks and, and, and the guys start feeling good and, and start making these shots because, you know, we shoot a lot of them, and we've been, having, we've been getting great shots, and that's, that's the thing. Sometimes that's, you know, you kinda, you, you, you're kind of baffled by it because you, you know how good this, these guys are. Cody's been 40% his whole career. Ty's been 40% his whole career, and Jacob Davis has been 40%. And so when you're seeing these guys get open looks and they just miss, you just know they're going to fall in due time. And so, you know, I'm waiting for that. And, you know, I think the guys are just it, – when it, when, it, when it breaks, it's going to it, – when it rains, it's going to pour for us, and we're going to be excited about that. All right, so if you want to come out to this ball game tomorrow – uh, come along. Santa Swoop will be available for pictures at halftime, so you can have that. That would be a good holiday card for next year for you. Toys for Tots will be on hand. We'll be collecting new and gently used toys at the entrance. All those toys will be donated to Toys for Tots as well. And then Friday, it's a special 2 o'clock game time. Kids age 4 to 17 will receive free admission, and adults can receive a discounted ticket for $8 online only at goweeks.com slash tickets using the promo code KIDSDAY, all caps. K-I-D-S-D-A-Y, all caps, uh, for that $8 uh, promotional ticket. And Santa Swoop will also be there at halftime as well as you take on Corbin College um, in your final non-conference home game. And then conference play starts next week on the 29th. Uh, So uh, a week from this coming Saturday. Yeah, where we play Weber. And uh, that'll that'll be our first conference game at home. Uh, they're picked second. They're right around, uh, you know, they, they, some people picked them first. Um, but, you know, they're, they're a pretty good team. We, you know, we look forward to having them in. Coach Randy Rays does a great job with his team. He's always in the top, top half of the league. He always has some good talent. And I'm looking forward to getting out there and playing against them, you know, um, playing against some, some uh, foes that we know and, and understand and be able to, you know, uh, I, think we'll, I think we'll have a, a good game plan for them. We'll have Christmas time. And then I think our guys will be ready for league play. 
Coach, thanks for the time. Good luck tomorrow and on Friday. Thanks, thanks Joey. That's head coach Shantae Leggins. We'll be back with our uh, recorded interview with Eagle head coach Aaron Best from the football program. That's next on the, on the uh, Eagle Football Coaches Show on the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste, filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness, and packaged cold for peak refreshment, because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. It comes to my attention that you've been bragging about your Christmas bonus. Is that wrong? Oh, you mean aside from the fact that you didn't get a Christmas bonus? Well, I was talking about the daily Christmas bonus at Northern Quest. Maybe I should have specified. You think? Ed, trust me, this will all blow over once you hand out the regular Christmas bonuses. Oh. The $1,000 daily Christmas bonus. See Cama Center for details. Growing up, we get lots of talks. The birds and the bees talk. Where do babies come from? Well, when two people really love each other. And the substance talk. If they're pressuring you, then they're not your friend. But when do we get the money talk? Say it with me. Compound interest. At Numerica, we think it's about time we had the money talk. Visit NumericaCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. When putting in a tree or fence post, we all hate it when our shovel hits a big rock. But there are worse things to come across, like a natural gas or electric line. Nowadays, buried utilities are everywhere, some just below the surface. That's why it's the law to call 811 before you dig to have your lines marked ahead of time. It's free for Avista residential customers. So call 811 two business days before you dig. You need time to pick out that perfect shrub anyway. Avista, we just want you to be safe. Hey, Eagle fans, we hope you're enjoying the game today. The Cheney Light Department has been a proud sponsor of the Eastern Eagles for many years. The Cheney Light Department has been your hometown expert on energy conservation and services since 1931. They offer a variety of rebates for your conservation projects and will assist you with energy savings. So when you're planning that next remodel or new building, be sure to call the Cheney Light Department at 498-9230 before you begin so they can help you in planning for energy savings. Go Eags! Inland Imaging six outpatient imaging centers, the region's most advanced imaging technology, and more than 500 technical and professional staff make it possible for us to do studies that other imaging centers simply can't. And we often charge less than local hospitals and multi-specialty clinics for the same exams. When you need medical imaging, choose the Inland Imaging Advantage for answers you can trust and care you can count on. All right, Coach Best, great win against Maine, and the Eagles back into the uh, finals for the first time since 2010. Uh, you've got to be uh, pleased with the way your team played. Uh, you executed in all three phases. Start to finish, awesome. 
first half, I don't know if we could have played better other than that last play on offense in the second quarter. Uh, 28 to zero. Uh, we, we got driven on early. Uh, they missed a field goal to give us kind of the start of the momentum, scored four touchdowns and had a chance to put a fifth on the board late in that second quarter. Unfortunately, we didn't do it. Uh, held steady even after the bad snap, the second play of the, the third quarter, you know, and Eric uh, did a great job. High football IQ works on it every week on Fridays with Coach uh, Reader in terms of if you're in this situation, this is what you do. Executed what he was taught um, and uh, solidified only giving up two points instead of a potential seven. Um, then kicked off and uh, and we played uh, steady enough in the second half to get a win uh, on our home field and uh, and it, it's it's nice to have convincing wins but especially in the semifinals that doesn't happen at all usually and so having that uh, the last one on the turf uh, for those seniors uh, being undefeated at home in their senior season is also memorable but uh, yes we're, we're we're just happy with the opportunity to uh, represent the Big Sky Conference and uh, Eastern Washington University again in the uh, national finals here. On January 5th. Uh, Eric, you mentioned the last throw there at the end of the first half, but did he play other than that maybe about as perfectly as you can expect a guy to play, especially one in his, what, ninth start or tenth start in his career? Uh, quit saying how many starts he's got. He's a veteran now. After your first start, you're a veteran, Larry. You know that. Played He, he played almost immaculate, like you said. I mean, he, he played off the charts. He played confident. Uh, he made great decisions. We had a couple drop balls that I think we could have completed. Would have you know, helped his stats out that much more. Uh, he got away from traffic when there was traffic around him. Uh, not that there was a ton. The offensive line gave up zero sacks. He got himself out of a, a couple opportunities that the main defensive line had. Uh, but overall, I thought it was a, a well-called game by Coach Reader, well-executed ga- game by the offensive bunch. And, yeah, Eric Berry played, uh, played well, seven touchdowns uh, in the playoffs. I think I, I read somewhere from Dave Cook or yourself that it's playoff record uh and he earned every single one of them played well uh, guys caught balls for him and symbol webster again four touchdowns 188 yards uh on his uh his last game on the red was uh, was also fun to watch you knew they were going to come in with their defense and they do a lot of pressure and 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 um, uh, you know make things hard for you to run the ball so how were you able to run the ball and i suppose we need to give a, a huge tip of the cap to the offensive line and coach Buderak. Yeah, you know, it, it starts from the top, from from the play calling. Uh, then it's the the guy orchestrating the the run game, which is Coach Buderak as far as the coaching the techniques. Uh, the running backs obviously hitting the holes uh, and guys executing in front of them. And we thought uh, they, they're going to play their base because their base has been good for 64 yards a game up to this point this year. And we thought we were going to get their base, so we we – went into the game attacking some things that we saw on film in their base to see where we'd go. We were ready to make an adjustment or two if we needed to, if our base wasn't good enough against their base. And a couple of things we, we took out early. We, we had a couple of runs we thought that could have had or garnered more uh, that we didn't get enough mileage out of. And so we kind of shelved those and stayed with the stuff in between the tackles. And we were successful doing that. Uh, Sam McPherson ran hard. Eric Berry had 50 plus yards uh, on the ground himself. And, uh, and, and we, we, we did what we thought we could do. You know, we knew it was going to be hard. Uh, it was hard kind of to start, but we never really got behind the chains. We always stayed in front of the chains. And that Maine's defense, Maine's defense has played uh, teams and kept them behind the sticks on first down. So our tackles for loss, and we gave up five or six in the game. That's going to happen against a really good defense, a stout defense, but zero sacks and 200 plus yards against uh, the, you know, the uh, second best rush defense in the land or first best rush defense in the land. Um, you'll take that any day of the week when you 
you add four turnovers uh, caused on defense. So all in all, great game, uh, great game plans on both sides. And the special teams arena didn't didn't fail us either. Didn't try a field goal, kicked the ball in the end zone. We kicked the ball off, covered on punt for the most part. Had a couple kick returns that went a little bit further than we would have liked, but we also pinned them inside the five one time on one of the kick coverage units. So uh, all in all, uh, I don't know if there was any uh, any big holes. Uh, there's always going to be adversity. We dealt with it, and we did what we needed to do is win the game. Defensively, you're up to six starters who are out in that uh, ball game, and, and you guys just keep rolling along on that side of the ball. Pretty soon, you'd think you'd run out of bodies. Yeah, you know, as long as we got uh, as long as we got bodies, we had a chance, Larry. And again, coaching—that's what starts with coaching. Starts with belief by the players, and then again, after the belief, then it's the execution. Uh, we rotate and have rotated for years. A lot of guys on the defensive front. Uh, if you've earned time, you're going to get time, and that's kind of our philosophy on defense. So it's not as if we play 11 guys, and then if someone gets hurt, then we play the 12th guy. We're playing 16 or 18 guys in a normal game anyway. It just so happens that some of those guys that were getting second string reps early in the season are now first stringers, and some of those third stringers that started as third stringers are now getting second team reps because they've earned it during their prep uh, for the week of play. So can't say enough about those guys. Again, we only have what we have. We can only play with who we have uh, to play with, and those guys have, uh, again, uh, cemented what we already know. They're Eastern kind of guys. That's why we recruited them. That's why they're here, and our DNA is going to stay that way for a long time. So we saw Josh Jerome out there again, and that was his fifth game, but I'm guessing that because of the additional games, he was able to get another game in, or did that take care of his red shirt, or do we know at this point in time? Well, I, w- I would say this. I'm going to have to look at, at Dave's notes, but I, I believe at this point he's only played in four. Um, and so I'm going to have to look at that again. But we, we've tracked those guys pretty good the entire year, uh, and we've made it uh, abundantly clear that we don't want to get a guy in a fifth game. So we'll go back and look, but I'm pretty certain that was his fourth game, uh, knowing that we had a little bit of a... Uh, 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 a a hole to fill at the defensive tackle spot so we knew we may need his services uh, and we felt like if we needed him to go in that game that we were going to do that and uh, he he played well Keith Moore played out of his mind as well um, and he's only improving week in and week out and so when you have those guys that are, are really good in the guts uh, it makes life easier with those, those other nine guys on defense. All right, so what happens this week uh, you're practicing a little bit but guys get to go home for Christmas what's going on? The long and short of it is, Larry, we'll practice tomorrow. We'll have film today, practice tomorrow, uh, practice on Wednesday morning, just like the Thanksgiving break week, uh, get the guys out by noon, um, get them back home with their families and friends to celebrate the Christmas holidays. They'll get uh, a week with their uh, family and friends, be back here on the 26th uh, for a mandatory team dinner and uh, uh team meeting, and then we'll start practicing uh, on the 27th that afternoon. So our, our game prep will start uh, before that, obviously, as coaches, uh, but as players, they'll start their game prep on the 27th. Is, well, I guess it's only about a week before the game, so it's really not that much different than, than what a normal week would be, is it? Be uh, As you'd be just about ready to start at that time anyway, I guess. Well, we, we, we looked at some things back in 2010. We, we, we weren't, uh, we, we, we turn over all the rocks. We didn't just come up with a plan and say, this is what we're going to do. Uh, I think it's important to know you don't want to get out of your rhythm too much, but when you have a three week 
span between games it's also you don't want to you, you don't want to prep too long if things get more you don't prep for the first game of the year against central washington back in july you, you, you don't do that uh because you don't do it for the game two game three so on and so forth so we we, we thought with this team and every year is different you have an idea you, you have a way about things and things may change on the fly but we thought Let's get a couple practices in early, rebound from the game, talk about some things we could have done better, and uh, give them a plan over break in terms of you know making sure that we're not collecting dust. You know, coaches can collect dust. That's fine. We don't need to move around, but players don't need to collect dust. Uh, they need to be ready to go because when we get to the dinner that next day, now becomes North Dakota State prep, and so um, we will have a few extra days to prepare uh, for you know North Dakota State a. If not all this stuff, most of the stuff will be in before we hit the plane uh, to head to Frisco, much like it was in 2010. We mimicked some of the same ideas going into 2010, uh, but we're a different team. We're a different staff. Uh, the, the the counter falls a little bit differently. At the end of the day, we'll have a few more extra days to prepare, uh, but we don't want to prepare too soon. And obviously, they're a, a tremendous team. They're 14-0, and and it's going to be a huge challenge. Huge challenge. They've been a, they've been a huge challenge for a while, and uh, and you know they, like I think Kentner Cub said it to somebody uh, just on Saturday. You know that they're the standard of uh, of the FCS as far as championship caliber football, and so um, it, it doesn't it, it doesn't take. Uh, much to know that they've done what they've done with consistency on both sides of the ball and as special teams. Uh, they have a rabid fan base, very, very energized fan base, uh, and a big, big following. And uh, they, they've done a great job, especially when they made the transition from Division Two to Division uh, One. I mean, they, they've left nothing short of excellence. And so um, it's fun to watch. Coach Kleiman's a great man. I met him last year uh, when they came to uh, Cheney in game two. Uh, great man. I got a high respect for him uh, and, and what he does and what he presents and, and what, what kind of uh, coaching he does. They're a well-coached outfit. They're very talented. Uh, they have a ton of wins under their belt, and uh, they're you know the reigning champions. And so when when you add those all those things up, it's a great challenge in front of us. Uh, but we don't want to we don't want to prepare or peak too soon. Uh, we'll take it all in stride, and once we get back from the Christmas break, then we'll uh, prepare for um, our opponent our opponent North Dakota State. All right, Wednesday is letter of intent signing day. What do you anticipate as far as numbers there? Are you going to sign about half the class, less, more? What are you thinking? You know, probably half, Larry, much like last year. I think it was just under a touch under half last year, probably be about half this year. Uh, I don't don't expect any surprises, but you never know until until it comes across uh, the ledger as far as, you know, once someone signs. So uh, I hope there's no surprises. If there are, I hope they're good surprises. Uh, we don't want any bad surprises. Uh, usually surprises are positive, uh, but not on signing days. <laughs> usually those surprises are, are not positive, uh, but probably half the class, and then we'll probably get on, on the road to sign the, the, the rest of the class uh, in January uh, on that February 6th signing period. So it is a little bit different this year where last year we weren't playing, and this was something that we were preparing for as coaches on the road in December to get to the early signing period, the first of our, the inaugural signing period, last year this year we're in the playoffs with the same 
early signing period. And so most of our work's been done preparing for the playoffs and the games ahead of us. And so we've kind of had to, to juggle both ends. But uh, we feel good, I think, about the guys that are planning to sign on Wednesday. And then we'll go after another, um, another group of guys February 6th. Finally, last question. Freshman All-Americans, you had a couple named today from Hero Sports in Mitchell Johnson, who was a first-team selection in Andrew Boston, an honorable mention. Earned it. You don't deserve anything. You earned it. And uh, obviously individual accolades are usually or, or usually coincide with, with team accolades. And uh, when you win a ton of games as a team, when you're highly productive as individuals, that's when those things uh, come around. And I, I challenge those guys. I challenge every guy. Any accolade you get early in your career, can you do it one up? Because it's the DMGB theory. It doesn't matter. Get better. So as a freshman All-American Awesome. That that's something no one can ever take it away from you. But at the same time, can you do that in your second, third, and fourth year? And I think those guys have the ability, with as high as ceilings as they have, to be very, very productive players as they get to their fifth fall uh, in an Eagle jersey. Coach, thanks for the time. Congratulations on a great win. Merry Christmas to you and the family, and we'll talk to you in Frisco. Always a pleasure. Happy holidays, Eagle Nation. Thank you. Continue to support. Look forward to seeing you guys January fifth. All right, so that's uh, Eagle football coach Aaron Best uh, coming off that uh, uh, great win over Maine. So now the athletic director, uh, Lynn Hickey, senior associate uh, athletics director, Devon Thomas, joining us to talk tickets for Frisco. So uh, who can buy tickets right now? Oops, hang on a minute. i got to get both of your microphones turned up. All right, I think we've got you first here, Lynn, so go ahead. Uh, I'm going to uh, – our expert, ticket expert in the house is Devon. He has been working over there on his side of the street all day long, getting everybody lined up. So I'm going to let him go forward on the ticket piece so I do not mess it up, okay? Okay, so who can buy right now, Devon? Right now, the, the folks that can buy tickets are uh, Eagle Athletic Fund donors – and season ticket holders, football season ticket holders. Those two groups went live at noon today, um, and by all accounts, man, were people ready for that. Uh, tickets have been flying out of the out of the ticket office. Nicole Guerra uh, over off Washington Street has been busy. Uh, cost of the tickets? Uh, singular cost for tickets for the national championship game at eighty-five dollars. Um, it's a, across the board. All tickets are $85 for the ball game. Um, there'll be a little fee on top of that, but uh, across the board should be $85. And where are those tickets going to be located? In the Eagle section. All right. So that'd be on, on the side of our bench. We're, yes. not, we're not getting no, stuck in the they, end zone. They said, yes, no, they said today they would all be uh, midfield. Uh, so I, I think they're going to be pretty good tickets for each of the schools. Okay. So let's say I'm a not a season ticket holder. I'm not an EAF member, but I want to get seats. So what can I do to get seats prior to those tickets being released to the public? Well, Larry, you need to call me and, and uh, explain to me why you're not a member. Yeah, a $10,000 <laughs> check right here. No. Uh, well, Don't okay. be scaring people off. <laughs> well, you know what? It, this is why we ask folks to, to join the EAF and things like that, because, frankly, this is our way to uh, – it's a benefit – for those folks who have been season ticket holders and who have been supporting the program. But if you're not, and, and you, our bandwagon is, it, it, you know, there's plenty of room for new eags to jump on board. Yep. Um, however, what's going to need to happen is uh, you're going to have to shoot an email to our ticket office or, or contact me or, or Troy Neely right now and, and, and let us know because, um, honestly, uh, when they go open to the public, I think everyone needs to realize that that other school they're known for buying up uh, quite a bit of tickets. Right. So, so 
Yeah, so there is a potential to, to come in and join uh, the EAF and, and get started on that now so that you could be in this, this first group. And then after that, you're just going to be in with the general public. And we're not trying to do this to be hurtful. If we didn't have some parameters and a way for people to build up a point system, then there would be no fair way of ever selling tickets. So it's kind of an education process. I think this is going to be a great experience for everybody to go through and will help us as we get ready for next year on the importance of the EAF. And so you can go still and become an EAF member tomorrow or tonight or whenever and then be qualified. If you do so, what you're going to need to do is contact one of us, okay. uh, jump online, grab our emails, shoot us a call because um, obviously anyone could do it. And, and while we'll accept donations from Bison fans, uh, we want to we vet quite a bit. Uh, right. We want our section to be full. We want it to be red. Um, and, and I think right now it's going to be that way. I mean, truly, move, going into the weekend, we, we worried, or at least I worried, about how many tickets we would sell. I have no worry at all to the point where I, I don't know how many tickets will be available come Wednesday at noon. I, th I think what we're trying to avoid, and we've, I fought this in San Antonio, that um, as the host institution, we would get so many uh, tickets for the Final Four, but you had to be a part of the Roadrunner Fund. Well, we had people from New York City everywhere <laughs> joining the Roadrunner Fund so they could get a ticket. Yeah. We want to be careful about doing that. We really want to accommodate our fans and people that are truly interested in and helping us with the EAF, which is helping with scholarships. It's helping us build a championship program. So we, we certainly can visit with people about an opportunity, but we also just don't want to make this open to all those people wearing green and gold. Um, <laughs> you know, so trying to protect that a little bit. Right. All right. Very good. Anything that we missed that you want to uh, touch on here? Uh, by, you know, and as complicated as this may sound, we'd also really appreciate all our fans to come through us to get tickets, not to go to the secondary market, not to just go to the NCAA, because we do, you know, we have to sell a thousand tickets. We have to. That's $85,000. So we need to make sure that we, we get that done. And then, like Devon said, we want to populate that whole section with people in red and white. And, and so to keep that consistent, you need to try to get your tickets through us first. If we've run out, there will be other options, but stay with us so we can all sit together and really have a block of fans um, sitting there to cheer on the team. Yeah, because you can't guarantee where your seat is if you're going through one of those no. secondary markets. No. It's, it's wherever it is that you, yep. that you end up buying. So exactly. you're not necessarily going to be with the rest of the Eagle fans. Right. So, so you, you know, we need to be together, and I don't, I don't think as, as passionate as our fans are, you don't want to be scattered around if you can avoid that. So give us a chance. Let us work through it. And then if not, there, I, I, I don't think that there's not going to be tickets available, but try to come through our system first. To be, to be clear, we've got over 4,000 tickets. Um, that's what we asked for. That's what we got. We were allocated. So um, I don't think we'll run out. Um, it's just a, a, I want to make sure or we want to ensure that our fans are the ones that are getting our allocation. We're all sitting together and are loud, loud, loud. And we have to, we have to prioritize opportunities for those fans that have given a lot back to the program. We, we have to do that. So 
but we certainly want to be very much uh, a family and keep everybody in, involved and engaged. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Thank you. Lynn Hickey, Director of Athletics, the Senior Associate Athletics Director, Devon Thomas, also here. When we come back, two freshman All-American uh, players will go in alphabetical order. And so we will uh, start out talking to uh, Andrew Boston. That's next here on the Eagle Coaches Show on the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield. What's it mean to be local? What's the value to you? I'm Gus Johnson of Gus Johnson Ford. I'd like to share my thoughts on being local. We're one of the few truly locally owned and operated dealerships selling America's best vehicle wine, Ford. When it comes to American made, Ford is superior. When it comes to community, we're invested. When it comes to accountability, I put my name on it. So when you have a choice to buy a new or used vehicle, choose Gus Johnson Ford, the Ford expert on Auto Row. Sports fans, you don't like being sick or injured. That's why MultiCare Indigo Urgent Care is opening three new locations to treat your minor illnesses and injuries. North Spokane, South Hill, and Spokane Valley. Easy to walk in or schedule appointments online. Friendly staff who greet you and guide you through your visit. Exceptionally fast service that respects your time. Indigo Urgent Care, a better way to get better. Learn more at indigourgentcare.com. The Learfield Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors' Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. We are motivated. We are dedicated. We are stepping up. We have passion flowing through our veins. We are vital. Inland Northwest Blood Center has joined forces with 127 donation centers across the nation to form Vitalant. By joining forces, we can help more people realize their life-saving potential and make every drop of blood count more. Learn why your donation is so vital at Vitalant.org. Welcome to Jimmy John's. Hi. Your new nine-grain wheat sub is so good. How do you make it? With the highest quality ingredients and love. I mean, we definitely don't sing at lullabies when it's baking. Lullabies are what parents sing to babies. Right. And we don't use a baby carrier to carry the warm, fresh nine-grain wheat subs to the cooling racks. I mean, they're not babies. They're for making delicious sandwiches. Okay. I'll take a turkey tom. Oh, don't name them. It makes it harder. Try our new nine-grain wheat sub. Jimmy John's. Wheat yeah, freak yeah. It comes to my attention that you've been bragging about your Christmas bonus. Is that wrong? Oh, you mean aside from the fact that you didn't get a Christmas bonus? Oh, I was talking about the daily Christmas bonus at Northern Quest. Maybe I should have specified. You think? Ed, trust me, this will all blow over once you hand out the regular Christmas bonuses. Oh. The $1,000 daily Christmas bonus. See Cama Center for details. All right, Hero Sports came out with their freshman All-American teams today. Eastern got two players on that team, one of them wide receiver Andrew Boston. What does it feel like to be All-American in your first year? Uh, it feels great. It really does. Uh, I feel like I put in a lot of work and, um, to finally get some recognition for it, you know, just a little bit. It's a nice taste of what's, what's to come, at least in my uh, 
my endeavors, what I want to do. I want to do big things and uh, just to have someone notice what I'm trying to do and just really point it out to basically the country. You know, it feels good. The red shirt year, I'm sure, was, was difficult for you last year, so does that make it a little more worthwhile? Oh, definitely, definitely, because, I mean, I've had multiple conversations with coaches and whatnot and what they thought that I'd be able to do this year had I taken that year off, and uh, it definitely was hard at first. You know, being a competitor, you want to come in, step in, you know, 18 years old, you're young, you don't really know. But even this past year, I've had time to mature and really just see that that was the best option for me. First year in the program, you get to play in a national championship game. How about that? It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, when you look at uh, the overall picture, and, and, and we all know that, you know, guys, a lot of guys are going to get uh, get honors on, on the good teams, you know, but you get a chance to do something that one other team has done in the history of Eastern Washington, and that's play in a national championship game. Now, no pressure on you. They went out in 2010, played it, and won it. Yeah. But And they also defeated North Dakota State beforehand in the quarterfinal games. But I think when you look at how this team has been able to overcome all of the adversity this year, all of the injuries, losing Gage, losing all the guys on defense and all the different things, don't you feel like this kind of has, has a ring of a team of destiny, don't you think? Oh, it, it definitely does. Um, I feel like our coaches have done a really good job of uh, kind of instilling in us that it's the next man up time, or type mentality. So I think the, the story as it's been growing so far, there's definitely a lot must earn up. But um, I know we're all just all set on trying to win this game January 5th. You know, when you think about that process and then you look at the game against Maine, and I, I, I turned to Larry and, and uh, Mike Kramer was sitting in the booth with us, an old Eagle coach, and I looked at him and we all looked at each other. We're going, Eastern's a heck of a lot faster than these guys. I really like this. <laughs> when did you kind of get a feel that things were going to go well for you on Saturday? I think once you come in and get that first drive out of the way and whatnot, you kind of gauge how that went and whatnot. Uh, get rid of the pregame jitters, the butterflies all go away, and then you just get back to playing football. Our coaches pride us on playing fast, you know, so we're going to go out there and we're going to play our game, and that's just how we're going to do it. And once we get comfortable, that's when it starts to get dangerous. All right, so you get to go home for Christmas, but you don't get very much of a break. So is that a good thing? I think so. I mean, you definitely miss your family and whatnot. You get this week to go kind of unwind a little bit, but then we're back to it, you know. We had a, a goal set before the season, and now we're – right there. We're in the face of it, staring it down. So I think everybody's ready to go get it now. You're not just going to sit around the house with your feet in the air and sleep until noon and, and, <laughs> and you know, not really do very much. You're going to do, spend some time working out, right, while oh, you're yeah, over there? Yeah, we have to. have to. Now, okay. What are you majoring in? What do you want to do with life after football? So far, I mean, I've just barely gotten past my general uh, requirements. So uh, I haven't really decided yet, but I'm going working towards a business degree. I haven't decided, like, what exactly in that category I want to do um, but after football some kind of training I might get into or some something that keeps me around the sport something that's going to let me give back to younger generations and whatnot um, but yeah that's what I got so far all right very good Andrew congratulations on a great year congratulations on All-American honors and uh, best of luck to you thank you thank you way guys. to go Mr. All-American <laughs> Andrew Boston here with us when we come back the other honorable or the other uh, All-American Mitchell Johnson joins us on the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield it comes to my attention that you've been bragging about your Christmas bonus is that wrong oh you mean aside from the fact that you didn't get a Christmas bonus well, I was talking about the daily Christmas bonus at Northern Quest. Maybe I should have specified. You think? Ed, trust me, this will all blow over once you hand out the regular Christmas bonuses. Oh. The $1,000 daily Christmas bonus. See Camas Center for details. 
we get lots of talks. The birds and the bees talk. Where do babies come from? Well, when two people really love each other. And the substance talk. If they're pressuring you, then they're not your friend. But when do we get the money talk? Say it with me. Compound interest. At Numerica, we think it's about time we had the money talk. Visit NumericaCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. At your neighborhood, Yolks, Fresh is about more than providing nature's best products at a fair price. It's a commitment to sourcing high-quality foods from area farms and making them available to you at the peak of perfection. It's a promise to respect our environment by finding innovative ways to offer a greener shopping experience. And it's remaining a locally focused, 100% employee-owned store, so you always know where your food and your grocer comes from. Yolks Fresh Market. Not just fresh, fresh forward. Papa John's extra-large pizza deal means you can share a delicious extra-large pie with more people. Like who, you ask? Well, you can share it with your friends and their friends and their friends. You can share it with Becky from work and Kevin from working out, the neighbors on your block, that lady around the corner, the guy up the road, the girl down the street, and the people just across the table. Your family. For just 10 bucks, enjoy an extra-large two-topping pizza and add a two-liter Pepsi for just two bucks more. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's. Prices and participation may vary. Taxes, tip, delivery, fee extra. Sports fans, you don't like being sick or injured. That's why MultiCare Indigo Urgent Care is opening three new locations to treat your minor illnesses and injuries. North Spokane, South Hill, and Spokane Valley. Easy to walk in or schedule appointments online. Friendly staff who greet you and guide you through your visit. Exceptionally fast service that respects your time. Indigo Urgent Care, a better way to get better. Learn more at indigourgentcare.com. Spokane International Airport is a proud sponsor of Eastern Washington University Athletics. The airport connects Eastern fans and alums to major centers throughout the West with 60 daily departures provided by six major airlines. For real-time flight arrival and departure information, go to SpokaneAirports.net. The Spokane International Airport provides complimentary Wi-Fi internet, plus 11 food outlets and seven retail stores. Parking options range from a weight-free cell phone lot and hourly parking for short visits to numerous surface lots and covered garage parking for longer stays. All right, Eagle basketball coming up for you tomorrow against South Dakota State. Again, Toys for Tots collecting new and gently used toys at the entrance. Though All those toys will be donated to Toys for Tots. Santa Swoop will be on hand, and you can have pictures taken with Santa Swoop at the half of the ball game tomorrow. It starts at 6.05, South Dakota State the opponent. Pre-game show begins at 5.30 here at 700 ESPN 105.3 FM. The other freshman All-American, Mitchell Johnson, defensive end, joins us. Uh, same thing to you. You had to redshirt last year. I'm sure redshirting was not an easy deal for you last year. You used to play in ball. So does something like this make it uh, make it worth it to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, redshirting is definitely tough. Coming from high school where you're used to taking snaps and snaps, and then you got to sit off for a full year and, you know, watch your buddies have success, and you really wish that you were a part of that. But at the same time, redshirting really helped me prepare and, you know, get size on me, you know, get speed and kind of get used to the whole college football, college, you know, being a college student athlete as well and adapting to that, which I think gave me a, you know, benefit me in the long run. And what, what did you want to work on the most during that redshirt year? Well, I came in as a, a DN and I was playing middle linebacker in high school, so I had never thrown my hand down before. And so, you know, when Coach Enna, you know, talked to me about playing DN, I was super excited to do something new, but, you know, that first fall camp, that redshirt year, I was 
putting my hand down. I just couldn't get comfortable. But, you know, Coach Enna was being consistent with, you know, it'll come, it'll come, just practice every day. And, uh, you know, so, so that's – yeah. So, all right, so as uh, having that linebacking background this year probably has helped you out a couple of times because you've got two interceptions. Yeah, uh, I, li- I love the cover. So when uh, Coach Anna said that, you know, the buck position gets to drop a lot, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is perfect for me. And I think that's a great position because it's such a hybrid. It's kind of a combination linebacker, defensive end, and you really blasted on the scene, in my opinion, at the Washington State game. I think in three plays you had two sacks and uh, – I think they were going to you know, try to get you out of town as quickly as possible down there. But how much fun was that on that stage to really kind of come in there and announce your presence? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, I got, you know, a bunch of texts from my friends uh, back home that were watching in Portland. And so, you know, it was kind of cool to be on that stage. You know, I love playing on the red, you know, every Saturday. But playing at Martin Stadium was definitely a really cool experience that I'll remember forever. What have you taken, you know, really from your high school kind of career, your redshirt career into this year, and then each and every week moving forward, what have you really worked on to get better and improve on? Because you've really been impressive down the stretch. You know, I think the biggest thing has been uh, technique. Uh, Coach Enna really talked about how, you know, you can be big, fast, and physical, but, you know, people with great technique also, you know, strive. So being big, fast, and physical with great technique is what, you know, great players at the next level, great players in the big sky, great players in FCS uh, really have. So I've been working on my technique every week to try to improve. Coach also is, is really good at teaching you hand fighting yep. and also the ability, I think, to watch film. Do you pick up a lot of things, you know, during the week, watching film, practice against the scout team, and then having the recognition of seeing those plays live? Does that make you play a lot faster? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't realize how much I could recognize, you know, pre-snap until I got here and, uh, Coach Stranley and Coach Anna kind of showed us the pregame uh, or pre-snap uh, details on our offensive alignment and tight ends, quarterback alignment, running back. And so, you know, being a middle linebacker in the past and being back there, some things I didn't even notice. And now I'm even closer to it with less of a view. I'm like, well, I, you know, I didn't really pick up on this stuff. But, you know, having that advantage really helps during games. You're from the state of Oregon. You had opportunities to go other places. Why Eastern? Uh, I think just when I, when I came here on my official, it was the brotherhood and uh, talking to Coach Enna throughout the recruiting process, I really felt like he was uh, down to earth and true with everything he said. You know, some of the other coaches that recruited me, you're, you never really know. But with Coach Enna, I just had that gut feeling that, you know, this is the right place for me. And I love Cheney. I love uh, the east side. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of fun over here, so. Uh, you know, playing for a championship. You get to do that here uh, January 5th. So have you played for championships before in high school? I played for two championships in high school, or three, one, two, lost one. So I'm used to state championships, but, you know, I'm not quite used to this whole national championship. And I'm, <laughs> you know, super excited to get a run at that, too. You know, a championship's a championship, I suppose, in some ways. Is that, was yeah. the, that was the highest level you could attain at when you were in high school and now this is the the highest you can do in, in college a little and, bit and if bigger you can, trophy yeah, yeah if you can get to the next level then there's a you know it's another yeah. deal that goes on but you know that just the the experience of having played in a game how much does that help you uh i think it, it's going to help with my nerves i think you know it's it's definitely a a bigger atmosphere a bigger situation but at the same time i'm used to competing for championships so hopefully that helps me uh, 
you know, adapt to the situation and not be, you know, this uh, freshman with butterflies in my stomach. I, you know, I feel like, oh, I've been here before and uh, I'm ready to play. All right. So what are you majoring in and uh, or have you decided that yet? And what do you want to do with life after football? Uh, yeah. So I declared my major in business management and I, I want to do something where, you know, I get to talk to people and I get to be out and, you know, have interactions, you know, and hopefully, you know, not just have a desk job, but, you know, I'll take, I'll take whatever pays, you know, of course. So yeah, business management right now. All right. Well, hey, Mitchell, congratulations. Thanks for coming in and talking to us. Congratulations on the, uh, on a great honor and best of luck to you. Yeah, thank you. Well Mitchell, done. Mitchell Johnson, Eagle defensive end here, and we'll be back, wrap it up here from Barrel House Pizza and Pub in Cheney after this time out on the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste, filtered cold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness, and packaged cold for peak refreshment. Because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. At your neighborhood, Yokes, Fresh is about more than providing nature's best products at a fair price. It's a commitment to sourcing high-quality foods from area farms and making them available to you at the peak of perfection. It's a promise to respect our environment by finding innovative ways to offer a greener shopping experience. And it's remaining a locally focused, 100% employee-owned store, so you always know where your food and your grocer comes from. Yokes Fresh Market. Not just fresh, fresh forward. Pape Machinery, Agriculture, and Turf is a proud sponsor of Eastern Washington University Athletics. With 19 convenient Pape Machinery locations throughout the West, you're never too far from the high-quality equipment and attachments you need for maximum uptime. Backed by consistent, quality customer service, we're with you every step of the way. To learn more about our current specials, visit us in-store or online at papemachinery.com. A football game, a movie, a night out downtown. Wherever you're going, Uber is the ultimate in transportation. Never worry about parking, finding a ride, or arriving on time again. Download the app, register for free, and ride in style. Anytime, anywhere. And we have you covered when it comes to getting from point A to point B with Uber. Use code GOEGS and get $10 off your first ride. Uber is your ride to anywhere. Get the app and get around easier. College football fans, you can sleep easy tonight. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code COLLEGEFB and get great discounts throughout the website. They have pillows, bed sheets, mattresses, and even a bed for your pet. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB and save big on great products today. Again, that's MyPillow.com and use promo code COLLEGEFB. The Learfield Director's Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Director's Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Director's Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993.
All right, so thanks to all of our guests here uh, this evening. We had the Eagle men's basketball coach, Shantae Leggins. We had football coach, Aaron Best. We had athletics director, Lynn Hickey, the senior associate athletics director, Devon Thomas, and then a couple of freshmen, All-American, and Andrew Boston, Eagle wide receiver, and Mitchell Johnson, Eastern defensive end. So thanks to all of those folks for joining us here from Barrel House Pizza and Pub in Cheney, a great place. Whether you want pizza, calzone, sandwiches, I had a Greek salad that was fantastic. And we will be here for Eagle basketball coaches shows that will start in the new year. So we hope you come and join us here at Barrel House Pizza and Pub in Cheney, a fantastic place. And uh, we appreciate their cooperation here uh, this evening as well. If you are a season ticket holder and or an EAF member, Uh, Get your tickets. If you want to go to Frisco, get your tickets. You can uh, deal with things otherwise, but you don't want to miss out on an opportunity uh, to get those tickets. Um, Even if you haven't completely finalized how you're going to get there yet and whether you can get there, I think you'll be able to to offload those tickets if that's what you want to do eventually. Uh, But get those tickets and uh, keep that in mind. And if you're not a season ticket holder or an EAF member, Become a season, uh, become an EAF member. Contact Devon Thomas. Uh, you can go to goweeks.com. Click on uh, um, uh, the the uh, uh, oh the the I'm not thinking of it. The the uh, the directory staff directory. Thank you very much, staff directory. And you can get all the email addresses. Devon Thomas, uh, Troy Neely. They'll help walk you through it. And uh, you can purchase tickets that way before they go on sale to the general public uh, when that time comes. So uh, keep that in mind as well. Eagle men's basketball tomorrow against South Dakota State. That starts up at 6 o'clock. Get your picture taken with Santa Swoop and bring a toy for Toys for Tots. We'll be on the air at 5.30 right here along the Eagle Sports Network. For Paul Sorensen and Steve Pry, I'm Larry Weir. You've been listening to the Eagle Coaches Show, live from Barrel House, Pizza and Pub in Cheney, on the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield. On the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield, you've been listening to the EWU Football Coaches Show, presented by Northern Quest Resort and Casino. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Eagles Sports Network.